All right, day 219, day 232, since Joey, your president, said that he wouldn't abandon Americans, and sure as hell he did. Uh, My favorite headline over the weekend was on the New York Post Saturday edition, Spies Who Lie. The intelligence experts who falsely discredited Hunter Biden's laptop and still won't say they are sorry. What about the rest of the media mob? And now this, by the way, names you would know, like Clapper and Brennan and and Michael Hayden and and many many others. They they didn't. They just went out there. The mob, the media, did the same thing two weeks before the election. You know they'd never do this if it was Donald Trump or one of the Trump kids. And other that's Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation is it's the fact that they've gotten away with this never-ending lying conspiracy theory on top of conspiracy theory. Russia, Russia, Russia is it's unfathomable. Ron Johnson, there's a story there in the New York Post about him over the weekend, made it abundantly clear when Republicans get back control of Congress and the White House, their top priority needs to be cleaning out the rat's nest of partisan corruption that exists at the FBI and our top intelligence agencies. In other words, the one percent, as I always said, and he blasted them. Uh, on Sunday, say we reached out to the FBI. They they wouldn't tell us that the laptop was genuine. Uh, they should have, but they didn't. People should be outraged, but they're not. And anyway, he called on the New York Times to apologize. What about all these other places? You know, like the New York Times, uh, New York Post editorial, you've got to be blanking, effing, kill, you know, kidding me. Now two plus years later, oh, now all of a sudden, oh, never mind, we were wrong. Um, Republicans rightly eyeing probes into zero experience. Hunter, Dr. Flip Flop Fauci, and of course, the origins of the COVID-19 virus and much more after after the midterms. Uh, That's assuming that we win. And I'm not taking anything for granted. But the White House does have a Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, uh, Biden family syndicate problem that nobody's talking about here. You know, you you think of all the monies from China. All the money's from Russia. All the money's from Ukraine, the Biden family syndicate. Nobody talks about it. You're not getting a billion dollars unless you fire the Ukrainian prosecutor. What vice president is going to leverage a billion taxpayer dollars? You only got six hours. And son of a bee, they did. They fired a prosecutor at the request of Joe Biden, who dangled one billion U.S. taxpayer dollars as leverage to protect his zero experienced son, who even admitted on Good Morning America he had no experience. Pretty unbelievable. Um, Anyway, Biden's weekend existed of a bike ride at the beach as, let's see, Zelensky is warning the world of World War Three. It's, you know, at at what point um, is somebody not going to realize the right way to handle things? It's a little frustrating. It's a little bit of a sore point. But let me give a, a quick education to some people in the media mob like, for example, this weekend, I, there's a report, I think Rolling Stone did the first, Hannity is spewing Vladimir Putin talking points, Russia talking points, because I said, I quoted a Russian spokesperson saying what I've been saying for now over two years, which is Joe is weak and frail and a cognitive mess, and my warning and admonition that that is dangerous for the entire world. I actually wrote a book on it, Live Free or Die, America and the World on the Brink. And we've talked about Joe being a cognitive mess. 
And I've talked about the problem is now more finally people, you know, for a long time I was hanging out there like usual uh, at the edge of a limb, a little twig and hanging on to a leaf from last year that remained, didn't fall during the fall. And I'm hanging out there alone saying, yeah, this guy is not all there. And he's corrupt as hell. I've been saying both those things. And yet the the media mob just doesn't want to hear. I'm not, there's, if anything, they're, they're finally echoing what I've said. But I said all the time, the problem is it's not just we conservatives that are seeing this. And now polls show an overwhelming majority of American people see that he's not up to this job. That is a problem not only for the U.S. but for the entire world. And I also would add that all of these hostile regimes, starting with Russia, starting with leaders like Putin, who's corrupt, starting with President Xi and, and the communist Chinese and, you know, another ICBM fired out of North Korea with, you know, a little rocket man, uh, the mullahs in Iran. I mean, these are unbelievable times we're living in. Who would ever think that a president of the United States of America would inherit energy independence, America being a net exporter of energy, and give all of that up in the name of, you know, climate alarmism, the the religion, the cult of climate alarmism and New Green Deal socialism, give all of that up, beg OPEC only to be rejected again and again and again to increase production uh, even importing up until, what, a week and a half ago, energy oil from Russia, and then beg the mullahs of Iran, offer them billions in dollars in, in sanctioned monies, offer them you know, a deal that might even enable Vladimir Putin to build them a nuclear facility, $10 billion worth of one, uh, and then we're going to import oil from and make the mullahs and Iran rich again, and then we're sending emissaries to Venezuela, and talking about lifting sanctions on them and kissing the ass of Maduro, a murdering dictator thug. I, I mean, and then we have Canada begging us, please, we can do it. We're right, we're right here. Hello, hello. How, how much you need? And if you finish the Keystone XL pipeline, we'll give you another 900,000 barrels a day if you need it. Right now, they can, they're offering 400,000 more barrels of oil a day, and we're not taking it. He, he'd rather go to Iran Venezuela and OPEC. How stupid is he? Um, you know, a lot of people, for whatever reason, everyone's got their own political selfish motives. We've been very clear on this program about what we can and cannot do in terms of this Putin invasion of Ukraine. I do not trust the political elite class after Vietnam, after watching kids go door to door in Baghdad um, and after the development of new weaponry and technology, military technology, where we can win wars by pushing buttons in Tampa Bay, Florida. And for me, as a conservative, I look to the Reagan doctrine and the Trump doctrine. You know, if you, if you want to look at the Reagan doctrine, actually, this is often noted at one verbatim quote from Reagan. It's considered to be the Reagan doctrine. We can't play innocence abroad in a world that's not innocent. Nor can we be passive when freedom is under siege. Without resources, diplomacy cannot succeed. Our assistance, our security assistance programs, helps friendly governments defend themselves and give them confidence to work for peace. And I hope you in Congress will understand that dollar for dollar. Uh, security assistance contributes as much to the global security as our own defense budget. And we must stand by all our democratic allies 
We must not break faith with those who are risking their lives on every continent from Afghanistan to Nicaragua to defy Soviet-supported aggression and secure rights which have been ours from birth. And it's, you know, the belief in, in natural rights endowed by our creator. It's not just us. It's every human being and the natural breath for freedom that every human being has. But what, what are the, when you break down the Reagan doctrine uh, on defense, what was it? Well, number one, he built up the strongest, meanest, toughest military on the face of this earth. He identified an evil empire for what it is. He didn't hide from that. Uh, when the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan in his term, he is the one that provided the Mujahideen. By the way, not a perfect group of people, as we all know. The Stinger missiles that allowed them to protect their own country with not one American boot on the ground. That was the Reagan doctrine. He did the same thing in Nicaragua as he supported militarily with aid and munitions the freedom fighters, the Contras, rebels who were battling the Soviet-supported Sandinistas and Daniel Ortega and not an American boot on the ground. And then I looked at the Trump doctrine, which, which has to be a little different because modern military technology and weaponry has made it possible. Because under the, the Obama-Biden administration, what happens? The caliphate builds out completely. They don't lift a finger to stop it. And, and Donald Trump's as president, okay, uh, there might have been a few boots on the ground, maybe a few for intelligence purposes only. Um, but he didn't put American boots on the ground, combat troops on the ground at all in this conflict. He just literally bombed the, the, the caliphate right back into oblivion. And he did it systematically. Every city and town they took over, he blew them up and pushed them back. Every, the next town blew them up and pushed them back. And then he did the same thing with Soleimani, did the same thing with Baghdadi and Associates, did the same thing with the Al-Qaeda leader in, in Yemen. Now, what do Reagan and Trump have in common? They have in common that neither one of them committed any U.S. troops on the ground. Now, you're going to have to examine your own conscience. As a Christian, I have a hard time seeing dead children in the street, indiscriminate bombing of, of men, women, and children, schools being bombed, uh, apartment buildings being leveled, neighborhoods being leveled, mass graves, we have the videotapes of them, and saying that America has no role at all whatsoever. But I stand with Reagan and I stand with Trump, not a single boot on the ground, no long protracted conflict. Politicians now... These swamp creatures in Washington have proven time and time again that they start wars, they're gung-ho, they don't fight to win the wars, they won't, they won't do what's necessary to win them. Then they get into long, you know, these, these long conflicts that go on in perpetuity. Uh, over time, they politicize the war, and then they say, never mind, and we lose the war. And then you ask yourself, why did we send our national treasure, our young kids over there to fight these wars that these idiots didn't know how to fight the right way in the first place? Now, because of modern technology, the weaponry is so sophisticated, you push that button in Tampa and with pinpoint accuracy, you can nail any target worldwide that you want. The use of drone technology, hypersonic missile technology, of which, by the way, the Russians stole it from us. Long story short there, but that's a different story from a diff for a different day. Notice, I've never said a single American, I am saying no boots on the ground. And I'm even going to take it a step further. 
You know, the day and the day and time where America provides everything for free to the world has to stop. We need to be paid for every javelin, every stinger missile, every drone. And eventually, if if NATO, you know, stops listening to Joe Biden and gives the the Ukrainians, you know, the MIGs that they wanted and I think desperately need, they, they could beat the Soviet Union with the MIGs. Why did Joe Biden veto that? I have no idea. But notice the consistency. And then there, you know, there's always been an isolationist strain here. Uh, For some reason, I'm not sure why. There are some people that don't see, you know, some people that think we should just put blinders over our eyes, not thinking that a world economy is impacted by aggressor nations like Russia in this case. Uh, That's fine if that's your thinking. Other people, you know, try to make the case that there's some type of, you know, territorial dispute with with Russia. I don't see it. They invaded a sovereign country. Well, that's for everyone else to me. I, I, I am a Reagan, America first, uh, make America great again, uh, save America, Trump, Reagan, Trump conservative. That's how I describe my politics. It's really simple. But by the way, the media distorts it all, and you would think that I'm something... Now, Hannity, he's quoting Putin. I'm like, no, I'm repeating what I said for two years. Uh, So maybe get your act together. Anyway, inflation continues to be a problem across the country. Look, you saw the the rise last week. We're expecting as many as seven rate increases, according to Goldman Sachs. We're at a level we have not seen in decades. The cost of everything is going up, so you need to be pragmatic, protected, and prepared. If you're a homeowner... Uh, You've got to be considering a mortgage refinancing now because you could save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every month, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of your loan. The impact that it will have on your family's budget is real and substantial. Uh, Our friends at AmericanFinancing.net want to help you right now. They have their mortgage experts standing by. They will give you a free no obligation whatsoever, no pressure mortgage review. Call them now, 866-615-9200. 866-615-9200. On the web, it's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 